0: Today's episode of It Never Rains is brought to you by Remarkably Remote, a new daily microcast from the experts at GoToMeeting, all about making working from home work for you. With indispensable intel on how to stay sane, motivated, and productive at home, we're here to help you in this brave new remote working world. Find us on smart speakers or subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. You can listen at GoToMeeting.com tips. That's GoToMeeting.com tips.
1: stop. It never rains at Austin Stadium. Welcome everyone to the It Never Rains podcast with myself and my man Tyson Alger who I haven't seen in so long you've been avoiding me Tyson what's going on?
0: You know it's it's there, there aren't many things to uh, uh, you know, be thankful for right now, but uh, this, this distance from you has been been a nice change of pace lately. So. Damn, I, I put joking. that on a tee, so
1: I can't get mad. I put that on a tee, I can't, I can't get mad. But anyway, <laughs> normally we, we jump right into our podcast and we start talking about the Ducks. But today, we're going to dive into our very special guest. This is actually our first Oregon active player guest. And it is our main man, one of our favorite dudes on the squad, running back Cyrus Habibi Likio, who has joined us from Eugene. How are you doing today, Cyrus?
2: I'm doing really well. How y'all doing,
1: man? We're just you know hanging out in our homes, <laughs> <laughs> trying to be safe. I've got kids with me, so at least I have some entertainment. Entertain me, but what about you, Tyson? Are you just all alone?
0: I i i had, I had some friends uh, get me to get on the Call of Duty train, which I haven't played in probably like That's ten what years, I'm, on. So I'm it's, on that. It <laughs> it's, it's, it's been it's been. Are, are you playing like Warzone? Or are you playing like the yeah? League I'm League? on that
2: Warzone. I'm I'm the same as you. I haven't played Call of Duty in, in forever, and I just hopped on it. I just decided to try it, and I've I've been addicted ever since. <laughs>
0: My uh my my my, my <coughs> wife and I have a pretty small house up here in Portland and uh I I've I've never really done like the you know put on the headset and and talk with people but you know everyone's everyone's uh everyone's trying to uh you know be social with their friends and stuff so I, so I've been chatting on that and I think I'm driving everyone nuts in the house so uh.
1: <laughs> Tyson rolls out of bed Tyson rolls out of bed doesn't get dressed puts on his headset Grab some old pizza from the night before and starts going to war. Is that your, yeah. is that your day, Tyson? Yeah. Journalism's
0: mm-hmm. a great business. People you <laughs> should try getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: All right. Well, Cyrus, thanks for joining us. We, we appreciate having you on. Let's, let's go back to, you know, spring ball ending. It, it, it ends. You normally, you're going to take some time off and then go back to spring ball. But all of this COVID-19 stuff hit. Uh, everything was pretty much shut down. What, what did you do first? What was going on in your life during that, those first couple of weeks?
2: The first couple of weeks during spring ball, or when it shut down
1: after after spring okay. ball, when everything got shut yeah. down. Normally, you would have come back in a week yeah. or so, and then. So I, um, like-
2: you know, I, I finished up my finals, and then um, I pretty much stuck to my plan of what I was going to do after spring ball was was head home. Um, we weren't really given; we had a uh, return date, which was I believe like March 29th. Um, but you know, coaches said, you know, don't. It's not a for sure thing yet, um, but just keep all your plans as if if, uh, spring ball was going to continue. Um, so I went home, I kicked it, you know, I'm, I'm from the Bay area, California. So, um, it was nice seeing family, but it was, it was honestly, it was kind of weird being over there just with everything going on. And, and I know it's, it's super big. And I kind of, right when I got there is when they did the whole lockdown thing or supposedly I was seeing all over social media. Um, so we were just in a house and, and Area is known for all their traffic and all that. And it, it was pretty wild to see the roads empty.
0: Um, so it was all kind of a trip at first. So I, I definitely just came back to you. <laughs> That uh, that 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 last week of practice you guys had when like everything just started getting like when everything just started hitting the fan, where it was just like the NCAA tournaments canceled, all this you know, like it was like that Thursday, Friday. Like wh- wh- for for players on the the team, like when did this like really kind of start becoming like as real as as it as it is now for for you guys? Like y- you know, I you you guys are so busy with school and football. Like like like, had you been like, did you know what was going on and and like what was going on? You know, like that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> me personally, um, you know, I stay up with social media and up to date with that stuff. So I was kind of just reading through twitter and all that um and i'd watch the news and stuff like that but um i think it was our third practice end of our third um <clears throat> i think that's when usc supposedly had said they canceled their spring ball i think they were like one of the first um and then that that's when it kind of i think a lot of my teammates i was right. kind of like the talk around the team like all right well, is you know are we going to do the same or are we going to keep going um and that that was pretty much the thing. And then my, my friend, he plays at San Jose State. Then he hit me with the text. And then I, as soon as he hit me up, you when know, it was the second team. And then, I, of course, saw all the NCAA tournaments being canceled. I kind of knew um, that it was going to happen to us. I just didn't know when. Um, and then we had our fourth practice. And then uh, we had a meeting. And and uh, Chris Wall just talked about how that fourth practice was kind of our our last one. So it was it was. It was yeah. It was just kind of like I said before. It was a trip. Um, it's not something we're used to, and I don't think I I don't I don't recall something like this happening to
0: shut down all sports. How how, how old are you? Last well, time <clears> that when, when when were you um, born? Ninety eight. Okay, so you probably don't re- like remember like much of nine eleven then. Yeah. Like like that's that that's the only young. that's the only a, like comparable thing like I can think of in my lifetime where, where sure. things stopped. But what that, Aaron that was like for like just like two weeks or so right.
1: You know, I kind of remember. Even uh, I don't think they stopped that much. Did they? I think they stopped one week of football, NFL. But I remember yeah, high school football it, playing that it, it was, Friday. It was briefly. Very I remember briefly covering a game. Yeah, it, it wasn't very <clears throat> long. Uh, not, a, not, not, not obviously wasn't life for the JFK assassination, but there was something <laughs> – I think they took a week off when JFK got killed, and then they went back to, to football and normal life after that. But yeah, this is this is definitely something that this country has an experience in terms of stoppage of everything in a long time, probably a hundred years. But when you were away for that long, how do you feel like the team sort of kept in contact with each other? What kind of things did you guys do to sort of stay, you know, connected?
2: Yeah. So we've been having a lot of our, as far as uh, like meetings and stuff with, we've been using uh, Zoom. I guess that's a big thing a lot of teams are doing. (laughs) Um, It was, we had our big team meeting actually, it was like over a hundred people. And it's just, it was just crazy. Yeah, we were talking at once and stuff like that, and so
0: I guess you guys all had your cameras on, or, or yeah, uh, you, you know, like they're, they're, muted. Yeah, no, uh, they, I
2: guess the whoever was in charge of the meeting, they muted us all, and then you got you got a couple, you know,
0: guys on team, you know, unmuting it and talking and 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 doing that, you know.
2: <laughs> so it was funny. Um, You know, it wasn't definitely. It was. It was, it was who's, who's the
0: loudest person in a Zoom chat?
2: I I say. <laughs> Adrian Jackson probably the loudest laugh, and KT was just just talking the whole time. It was hilarious. It was like, but I mean, you know, when when things it was kind of uh, pre meeting, and then when it, you know, when Chris Ball hopped on, you know, everybody's uh, had to stay quiet, and you know, his presence is known even even in the room and even in freaking Google Zoom. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, everyone shut up real quick. We we're like, oh, all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you guys done positional meetings as well to just to go over x's and o's or has it just been more team information yeah yes. um
2: as far as the running backs um we had some x's no meeting we had one today um i think your fancy delays like required you like what two hours to meet or something like that I, don't, I that's what i heard um but yeah we uh we just had meetings today we just went over like signals and, and stuff like you know stuff like that just to just to stay up to date and you know and then mastro is actually doing a really got, good job of just kind of keeping us engaged in football you know he's sending a, just sending us explosive runs <laughs> on youtube and stuff like even little stuff you know just to just to you know
0: stay stay engaged with the, with the sport because i know it's easy to get carried away i i think mo- most of the people who who are going to be listening to this probably like understand the importance of spring ball and and you know like what teams and players and like want to accomplish but um, you know this is what was this your this was your third or fourth spring go around here and uh, I, i'm just curious third, third yeah, yeah I, I i'm just curious like you know ha- having a couple under the, uh, under your belt already like you know what were you trying to get out of this and, and just just you know not being able to have these practices i mean obviously i think we all understand the context of, of what you know football means and the, the the grand scheme of things with with this pandemic going on but you know it, it obviously sucks you lose a a, a spring of football I, i'm just curious like what what you you were hoping to get out of it yeah for sure um obviously you know we're on the offensive side we've lost
2: our whole line um and uh keep it key person at at quarterback so i i think really it was just trying to mesh together and with a new offense as well um just as a team um just building a new chemistry it's, it's kind of at first it was a little weird you know you don't have the same guys walking up front um And, you know, you're not behind Herbert, but I mean, it's worked out really well. It was going really well for us. And, and we were practicing against one of the best, if not the best defense in the country, one of the best, yeah, defense in the country. Um, So that was, that was a big thing team wise. And as far as just as an individual standpoint, um, I just wanted to be dominant. Um, It's my third, third spring ball. Like you said, a couple under my belt. I'm used to um, a lot of the things, so. Um, yeah, that was one thing for me. You know, the, co- the competition in the running back room is is um, is pretty fierce, I should say. Um, but we all complement each other really well too. Um, so that was one thing—just being dominant and uh, making a lot of plays.
1: I've uh, invented this image in my head of all the running backs huddled in the corner, crying and weeping at losing four senior offensive linemen. <laughs> what, what did those guys mean? To, what, what did those guys mean to you? uh you you and the rest of the running backs in terms of you know obviously they block for you that 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 means a lot but having four senior guys up there with all that experience uh and doing the things they did for you guys and knowing that they're that most of the time they know exactly what they're supposed to do
2: yeah i mean those guys are they're amazing um you know even just watching them at pro day um all of them you know working together and you just see how how mature they are and And just how really great they are at that at that position. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I miss them a lot. Um, Those are my guys. I spend a lot of time with them. Um, You know, before meetings, you know, O line always meets the earliest. Um, I'd always go and you know hang out with the O line. I still do, but I became really close with a lot of those guys, and um, even to the point where uh, we would hang out outside of football and you know go for hikes, go eat, go do stuff like that. Um, But I know they're gonna do really well at the next level. But I'm I'm just really excited to see uh, what this this year's O-line is uh, capable of. And, and I have, I mean, it's, it's easy from the outside <clears throat> to, to look in um, at our program and be like, oh, well, we're going struggle, to struggle at O-line. But I mean, I have full confidence in, in, these, in these guys for this upcoming season.
1: I actually wondered about that all season myself. I'm <clears> one of those people who wondered, but I took the time about a month ago to sort of go through and find as many highlights as I could of the returning guys who have the best chance of probably starting and uh, watched them all. And wow, there are some serious large and athletic beasts that are yeah. coming up. Just give us, like, obviously exactly. don't want to single anyone out, but just give us a little rundown on the guys who have impressed you the most, where you're thinking, oh yeah, I want to run behind that uh, guy.
2: Yeah, I mean... Of course big five eight you can't I mean, nothing really needs to be said about him big panay but but steven yeah we don't want to yeah. hear about
1: him he's old news Yeah, we know, yeah. <laughs>
2: but uh <laughs> man steven jones is, is someone who is just very dominant he's super strong very athletic um he's been running with ones and twos like getting multiple reps and he doesn't get tired and he's just a, a leader he's a vocal leader he's someone who's really just stuck out to me um I honestly think if, if he started last year for us, that he would have done amazing as well. Um, there's a lot of guys like that that we have. But, I mean, of course, they were overshadowed by by the, the seniors and the guys that's been there for four to five years. But um, he's doing really well. Um, even Alex Forsyth, um, he works extremely hard. Um, he's doing great for us. And uh, also, um, I mean, there's so many. They're all doing so well. Salah, Um Sala, it's yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Solid too. He, I was trying to say his
1: full name, but what about him?
2: He's, uh, he's doing really, he's also doing, he's doing great. He was doing great. Um, he kind of was, I wouldn't, I'm not gonna say finally listening to Mirball but you know, he's kind of picking up the things, you know, you know what I'm saying? He's picking up the things that Mirball's <laughs> talking about and, and, uh, all, cause Mirabal has right. so much knowledge at that position, at the online position and he's picking up the tools that he's, that Mirballs giving him and, and he's doing really well. Um, he's already a large body, and athletic, um. It was just more fundamentals, technique, and and he's he's he's
0: conquering that. And once he does, he's, that it's game over. Well, I, I I'm pretty amazed at just how much he's transformed his body over the last oh, yeah. year too. Like like he's def- I mean, he's he's still a big boy, but he's he's lost a lot of that kind of that JUCO weight that he had on him too. That's the thing that is a <the> thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right all right Cyrus I, I got I got some numbers for you. you have seventeen career touchdowns on hundred and three carries. So that's a, a touchdown every six carries. Royce Freeman, who is the leading touchdown rusher in Oregon history, his career average is 15.78 carries per touchdown. So we're just going to declare that you're just about three times a better touchdown scorer than Royce Freeman is on this podcast. So <laughs> go with it. Is that cool? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, like, I, um, I, I know, I know. That was kind of like the the, the narrative last season, or, or essentially like what you were trying to accomplish was like, hey, like my first year, I was a really good goal line back, and now I want to be more more multifaceted. And, and we saw that last year, but we also saw you score a ton of touchdowns too, like did you ever think that after like two seasons of of necessarily not being the feature back that you'd have 17 touchdowns to your career? Like that's insane. Like I I can't think of another like running back that has like that low of number of overall carries to touchdown ratio. Like I, it's, it's, I I was trying to figure out like the NCAA record and like, I I, I couldn't find the full stats on it, but it's, it's up there, man. Yeah, (laughs) no,
2: um, it's wild. I mean, I mean doing well and helping the team out was always something I envisioned and, and I, I didn't even realize it was seventeen. Uh, that's kind of crazy. Uh, but really, I mean, at first yeah, I was the goal line, and then this year was kind of more red zone. So hopefully, it keeps moving back <laughs> to, to where I get carries. But um, well, you yeah. had, you
0: had that you had that big game against uh, uh, Washington this year. I, I don't know that that, that was a, that was an awfully fun game to cover. And I I remember interviewing you after that one, and that just seemed like it was uh, like was was that your favorite win of the year? That, yeah, I mean, that, that seemed was, like it was up was there for you. One huh?
2: of them. Um, I think, I mean, geez, all of them were, that was, but <laughs> we had a lot of wins this year, but I mean, <laughs> that was one of them just, just cause, um, it was nice to be able to showcase some of the stuff I can do, um, you know, outside the goal line. I think that that's what I was kind of labeled as as a big back and just knocking heads and trying to run through people. But I got a little finesse, just a little bit. So, um, that was something I, you know tried to prove but as far as I don't know why but the Cal game was just so fun not because I hit that fan but just because <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just it was it was up in the Bay Area and you know Cal I've grown up watching Cal and so anytime
0: I play Bay Area teams it's it's a little extra personal to me <laughs> okay so in, in 1988 Barry Sanders had 344 carries and 37 touchdowns. Nobody in NCAA history has rushed for that many touchdowns in a single season. He only averaged nine point two nine carries per touchdown. I mean, that guy's pretty weak. You still <laughs> got him by three yards. So, anyways, Aaron, Aaron, you can you can take the next question from here. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you mentioned uh, we already talked about losing those offensive linemen. You guys also lost the quarterback Justin Herbert, who's been the quarterback since you came to Eugene. Is it was it kind of bizarre during spring football not seeing number ten in the huddle?
2: I'm not gonna lie, yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> it was it was it was bizarre. Um he's also my neighbor. <laughs> so like it's it just weird not seeing him and not <laughs> pulling out at five AM and hey, how you doing? See I practice, you know, like stuff like that. Um and he's just he's just such a large person. So it's just weird not seeing him. You know, he's so dominant, you know, he's what, six six or I don't know how to tell you his, but he made me look super small and I'm not the
0: smallest Her. running back. <laughs> Her- Herbert strikes me as like the 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 quintessential like suburb suburb neighbor where like you see him at uh, the end of the driveway grabbing his paper in the morning with his after <laughs> just like hey neighbor <laughs> oh my gosh you know just v- very very friendly probably very yeah no, nah, we just <laughs>
2: oh no it, and just during practice I mean don't get me wrong Chuck is amazing and he's I honestly think he he's gonna fill the shoes um, he's awesome but just just Herbert of course being Herbert he's Justin, you know the oos and ahs of during practice and when the one on one throws and when he bombs it like eighty yards downfield. Like, I'm gonna lie, like those those stuff, I do. I just miss
0: seeing it. <laughs> so it that, that, the, that 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 stationary sixty uh, two yard throw he did at pro day, I, I watched that in person and that was kind of insane. Like, just the the arm strength that that dude has is off yeah. the charts that was
2: wild. but the, the crazy thing is is i wasn't even surprised at all that's the craziest thing like you are just like oh you know that's a, all right oh yeah that's Justin. but i mean yeah i'm sure that some does, people are like wow it's crazy
1: does him leaving make it feel like a, a new era it's about it to definitely start
2: does yeah. um i i i think so i mean i'm sure a lot of people felt like that with marcus um when he left and and dixon and, and just like you know because these these guys they do so well for us and you know they I mean, of course, they win games and stuff like that, but just, just you know, their personalities and and what they've, what they've done for for Oregon um, as a program. Um, yeah, it definitely feels like it's a new era, but I'm excited for this new one, especially with Shuck.
1: You've mentioned him twice now, so give us the scouting report on him. We we saw him a little bit last spring. He got in in some mop up duty last year. He threw a nice uh, touchdown pass to. Micah. Pittman, I Can't remember bro. who it was against bro. USC. Yeah, Pittman. Yeah, and he yeah, had, yeah, was, yeah and he had some nice Pittman. throws. And I think, yeah, and against Montana, I think he had some some extensive time. That's all we've seen of him. You've seen him every day. What should fans expect from Tyler?
2: All right. Well, first, did y'all see when he ran up the field and led block for? I think it was Darian Felix. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. See? I think I put that in yeah, my takeaways from yeah. that game. Yeah, and he cracked that. I don't know who it was. <laughs> he blasted him and you can hear yeah, the there's video. like 20
0: seconds in the game left too, yeah
2: right and you hear in the video a guy scream like a little girl that was me i screamed so loud because i was just so hyped. <laughs> if you
0: play it back you can hear it
2: <laughs> but uh
0: that's you
1: screaming yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> i was screaming so loud nice. chuck, okay. chuck's always chuck and i have always been uh super close um you know we have handshakes like we play video games together all the time and we're just he just he's a. Uh, I i would say he has a not like a Baker, Mayfield, Menzel. But just kinda like that confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like he's very confident. Um, even with the boys, like he's chill, like he's always dancing with us, like having fun. Um, but from football wise, he's he's stepped it up so much and he's he's like I said earlier, really, he's he's super confident in this new offense. Um it's just like he just runs the whole operation and and um I'm excited. He has a strong arm. He's definitely his arm has gotten a lot stronger over the years. Um but people even say he's like a mini Herb. <laughs> I don't know if that's if he likes that or not. But like he, I mean, he, he's just like he's just he's just, he's really good. He's he's awesome, and he has great leadership. He's very local, uh, vocal, not local, vocal um, with us. Um, and you know, he brings a, a fun, a very fun but competitive side um,
1: to the game. It's safe to say he's a lot more outgoing than Herbert.
2: Yeah, for sure. It it, it that yeah, he's very outgoing.
0: That's got to be like such a, because I mean, like everyone from media to fans to to teammates know, like obviously there's there's a personality difference, and and when when Herbert's kind of like almost famously known for being a little bit more, uh, you know, like subdued. I mean, you even hear that on like the the. ESPN yeah. talks about his draft stock and stuff like to to be shuck and just for everyone to be like oh he's he's way different than hurt like like I'll, that's just I, that just feels like such a weird label to like yeah. come into of like hey he's not the quiet guy like Justin was like I don't know you you, you <laughs> seem you seem like you know Tyler obviously really well like how how do you think he's attacking just like the the psychological standpoint of of being of trying to like come after a, a once in a you know decade sort of player like that.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he's been preparing and attacking that this moment since, since he's got in to, since he's came to Eugene and come to Eugene and, um, he, he works extremely hard. And I'm not gonna lie. He's always like the last one out of the weight room. Um, he always has been, even when, you know, when he was just, he already knew, knows that he's going to be signaling, you know, for Herbert. Um, but he was just always working hard and he's handling it really well. Um, I think he, it's kind of nice for him that he's not really in that
0: shadow anymore. And he's kind of just allowed to run the show how he wants it. And um, I'm excited for him. Hey, if, if you guys aren't able to get together for however long it ends up being for as a team, like how, how are you staying in shape? Yeah, um, we were sent workouts um, by the coaches,
2: um, by Coach Feld. Um, we have bands and stuff, so if you don't have the equipment, I, I I'm I'm blessed and I got lucky. Um I have a, a weight set at my house, my garage. So I have access to a lot of stuff. But they sent us like literally they sent us our workouts, what we were supposed to have, you know, after spring ball. And they modified it all in into stuff like around the house and like it's it's pretty really crazy. Like like uh couch dips and stuff like you know, stuff like that with and doing stuff with the bands and that it's really I, I like it how, how, how it is right now. It's kind of like a, a taste and experience of how the NFL guys have it. If that makes sense, right? Right. Because um, you know how they they're off doing their own thing. So um, I, I honestly think this is a, a great time to get in the best shape of your life because we're not really doing any anything at all. Um, but that's also a blessing and a curse. You know, some guys can not take it seriously, but but that's that's how we're staying in shape. Is I'm, I'm just following the program and, and kind of adding stuff little flavor to it um just position wise of what i can do for the workouts to help me benefit run running and passing i mean and blocking sorry <laughs> but i honestly think that whatever team you know handles this the best and has the best culture through this whatever how long this quarantine uh corona time period is 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 going to do the best in in uh college football this year if i don't even no, know you think that's it. you you think that's it you guys i believe so the way, they've, the way the coaches have – the amount of tools they've given us and how well they've handled this, um, I just don't see any other teams really doing it.
1: I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some videos on uh, Instagram that your mom has posted of Zane uh, playing flag football, even drawing up plays on a grease board, <laughs> uh, playing some football around the house. Is, is he going to follow in your footsteps?
2: Shoot, I, I honestly believe so. Um, I didn't want him to. I wanted him to play like baseball or golf. Maybe <laughs> or just not. I mean, whatever you wanted to do, but I just, with the risks that come with the sports, with this sport and playing it for so long, I've been playing since I was like eight years old. Um, and it's definitely worth it every moment. I love it, but um, it just takes a toll on your body. So I kind of wanted him to go the other route, but football is his life. Yeah, he draws up plays six years old and he draws up plays from um that sometimes they could probably work. <laughs> That's the crazy thing.
1: (laughs) So lastly, uh, I want to ask you, what are you guys doing academically right now? Like what's, I mean, I've been wondering about this for a lot of kids. I mean, high school kids, if they don't finish their senior year, are they eligible to be play in the fall? Are they going to, how are they going to handle graduation? How are you guys going to handle the classes you're missing right now? How, how's that going to be dealt with?
2: Yeah. So everything right now is, we have a, I guess a app or website. We go through Canvas. Um, That's huge. That's with all the teachers, the teachers put their assignments on there. So we've been using that um, before all this, this whole outbreak happened. Um, So really just, we're doing all online classes. Um, So it really just feels like I'm just taking um, all, which I have before taking all online for this term. Um, And then usually we we have that huge uh, academic center, the JQA. Um, Usually we'd have tutors and all that, but now we actually have our tutoring times with Zoom, Google Zoom, so. And classes. Some classes actually want you to participate in Google. Zoom, So for t- participation points.
0: Um, so, yeah. All right. My, my, my last question here. It's the 2021 National Championship game playing in March because yeah, who, who the heck knows what's going to happen. The Oregon Ducks win the game, and you can choose a way for it to win. You either have an 80-yard run to set up a game-winning touchdown scored by somebody else, or you have a mm. one-yard goal-line touchdown. Would you take the long run to set it up, or would you take the actual score?
1: <laughs> I, I think I think Cyrus wants to know who the hell tackled him with yeah, the one. That's, that's the what question. I'm trying to... <laughs> well, okay. Well, who scores? No,
2: who scores if I take
1: the 80 yard? No, i just playing. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: shoot, man.
1: You can I go, choose.
2: Okay, I'll go to the uh, 80 yard run, and we do that. Yeah, and we do that, we do that throwback side of Nate that didn't work in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay, <laughs> okay, okay, I like
0: that, I like that. that <laughs> yeah, to, to, to beat Bam in the title game, you throw the Sewell. <laughs> exactly. Perfect, I love it, love it.
1: Well, hey, Cyrus, we appreciate you taking some time today. Hope you're uh, keeping yourself busy while also remaining safe in Eugene. We don't want to see any ducks getting uh, sick, or anyone for that yeah. matter. But we thank you for joining us, man, and we look forward to seeing you sooner rather than later out on the football field.
2: Thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. Go Ducks.